0: Two, one. From Boston, Massachusetts, to Adelaide, Australia, and everywhere in between, talking local and national sports, and just about anything discussed in a tavern, broadcasting from South Lyon, Michigan. Welcome to Easy Speak at Speakeasy 330 with your hosts, Rich and Tom. Happy
1: Wednesday! Happy Wednesday! Hey, I think we hump day. I think we finally got to figure it out. I think the live stream
2: is figured out a little bit. Well, if it's not, we'll know here soon enough when we start getting uh, you know. And I want to text look, messages. I can't hear you.
1: Yeah, and I want. I do want to apologize to everybody that hopped on on Sunday. We did have a, a good guy with us, and I felt really bad because that was my first time. I guess in a Producer type role, <laughs> and uh, I, I'm not going to lie to you, I fucked up. Well, you I know what? The
2: ball—it's trial and error, and and I think we made the decision at the last minute that we wanted to go live, and we didn't, you know, test the bugs out or or what they say, and and it it, it went off with a hitch, but that's okay. Yeah, we, no, uh, the audio we,
1: the audio worked good for the podcast, which was nice. Uh, I do feel kind of uh, bummed out because I. I let you down, but really it doesn't mean shit, but I did let
2: you down. Yeah, the, the, the guest was awesome, and, um, you know, it sounds like he'll be on again, and and when he comes on again, we'll definitely have it down to a science. And But, Rich, you're, you're too hard on yourself. You're I do, know. You're doing all the technical stuff. Uh, work behind the scenes will say i'm just sitting here with the microphone in my face so you're the one doing all the work so
1: yeah so just to let everybody know i'm the guy who gets the sound drops i'm the guy who uploads i'm the guy who
2: downloads i'm the guy who (laughs) uh, manages the live stream action i will i will do the research and i will send him all the links to get all that good stuff but it works I, i think we got a good thing here and and the the further we go along, I think I'll start to pick up the little uh, tricks of the trade and, Oh
1: uh, yeah, and and the time will come. I mean, and that's one of the things that that's I'm gonna have to kind of nurture you into yeah, that. Yeah,
2: you know, little baby steps. But,
1: little but little I'll baby. get you there. But yeah. however, we got a, somebody that had already said something
2: who said, What's
1: up, fella? So we're gonna say a shout out to my man over here. Hip, hip, Jorge. Jorge. Hip
0: hip Jorge <laughs> Hip hip Jorge. Got George
2: taking a look at it and everything like that, so that's good. So you got George Jackson who's uh, conducting his his live uh, auctions as we speak.
1: Oh no, his live auction doesn't start. I don't think for another thirty minutes. Oh, but okay. he was the guy that was on with us uh, two, two weeks two ago. weeks ago, yeah. sports uh, talking show. about sports cards. And I tell you right now that that episode
2: was absolutely banging and, on the analytics. And if you were into that episode, um, have no fear. There's some things in the works, potentially. Oh, for sure. For iLogic Media. Oh, yeah. I'm not going to. Yeah, there's a that, lot. Um, it could could involve uh, our two buddies that we're on and uh, will definitely be a huge pickup if we're able to do something like that. But there are good things on the horizon.
1: For sure, yeah. And uh, uh, George, he's just, I mean, a wealth of knowledge when mm-hmm. it comes to that topic. And hopefully, um, and I'm going to help. Kind of guide them along and get them involved with it and stuff like that. And, that's and I'm,
2: and I'm just going to watch. You're going to watch. I'm just going to watch because I'm pretty good at that. So
1: yeah, you're going to watch, but I'm going <laughs> to, I'm going to do that. But I also do want to give a shout out to iLogic Media. Yes. Jonathan's been a wealth of knowledge and help for us personally. Oh, yeah. On trying to diagnose some of the issues that we have had with live stream.
2: Um, he's also been a guy to bend his ear on different ideas and different topics and everything like that we've been with him for a couple weeks and you know he reached out to us and we're very thankful and he's been always available whenever we have a question if we had to jump on a zoom call he was always there and and we definitely appreciate the help and we look forward to building this network to its fullest potential there's a lot of cool stuff
1: happening definitely definitely and uh you know some of the other guys you know since we uh, joined up with these guys and uh we've kind of um I, I'm I'm not gonna like sit here and pat myself on the back, but you know every time one of the guys pops something, I'm saying, hey, I got this show going on. Mm-hmm. You know we follow we you know we follow each other on uh, on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and all that other stuff and like that. I, I'm all for it. You know what? If I believe in it, I believe in those guys. Sure. Uh, uh, Chappie Chappie does a good job. He's got a lot of good um, good knowledge on like fantasy sports and like that. They have. They have another thing that's coming up here shortly when it comes to fantasy sports. I'm not at. I'm not privy to announce that. Just <laughs> stay yet. tuned. That's but all.
2: The, that's all we'll, we'll say is stay tuned. Okay. If if you're into fantasy sports, uh, primarily football, and um, baseball, get ready. Oh yeah, uh, it's coming. This network is about to really um, unleash hell. As uh, and I'm excited to be a part of it. Oh, you know, absolutely. You know,
1: and what I really like about it is that the diversity between. You know, it's not just geared towards sports. They have other shows that are coming. Uh, yep. The show I listened to on Monday, Whiskey and History, I loved oh. it. The Bar Talk, uh, you know, Bar Talk is great. And, and, you know, for those of you who want to look or whatever, we got a uh, coaster here from uh, the, uh, the release Relief and, and Resources, resources.
2: Fenton, Mich- Fenton, Michigan's own.
1: And I, you know what? And uh, we're going to get out there shortly. Yep. I think next month we have a. John
2: does an amazing job out there. His His drinks. Are second to none. When you go there, you're not only getting a uh, a world uh, respected cocktail, you're getting an education on where that whiskey came from and how it's made. And and it's 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 an experience. Everybody needs to check it out. Get out there at the old El Tapo in Fenton, the Relief and, and Resource,
1: and hit the Pringles machine. Hit and the Pringle and machine.
2: We won't say which one. You got to figure that out on your own. But anyways, yeah, definitely. Um, a cool show to check out. Uh, yours truly made a guest appearance on the history uh, of Whiskey in History at the very end. Pa- you, apparently a, my sound wasn't on, but hey. Did you have a whiskey with them, though? Um, well, I had one poured. <laughs> oh, come on, man. I, I couldn't find a shot glass, so, oh, I, so oh. I had a little mini mini red solo cup. But oh, come on. I did uh, enjoy a yingling while I was... Uh, watching. So. Well, that's good. So. I mean,
1: at least you you know you toasted with
2: the fellows and everything like that, yeah.
1: You know, and that was their first episode, and I really expect and I I know what's going to happen, bigger and better and greater things are going to come out of those guys, and I wish them nothing but the best of success. Oh, for sure, for sure. So Wednesday, so I'm not going to sit here and say this is going to be an every Wednesday deal where we're going to do a live stream every Wednesday. I'm hoping, right?
2: But I can't guarantee it. But I, things are looking. Positive in that in that regard, but
1: and what I really like about it is, you know, sometimes when we do our show once a week, we're like six days behind the yeah, eight ball when it comes to stuff. Doing a mid-week one about. is good, yeah. you know. And this week, this week happens to be really good for us in a terms of we're able to keep up on the on the sports front mm-hmm. when we come to it. Yep. But first, I want to say uh, first and foremost that our um, our episode is brought. To us by Shorts Local Light, which is on tap in the uh, in the old uh,
2: Speakeasy. The speakeasy. Speakeasy got some new uh, some new lights last night. And it, looks, it looks it, dynamite in here. And I'm going to say this: that Jonathan inspired me to um, put these lights up because he he did make mention of the Speakeasy on the, the Whiskey and History. And I felt like it needed a more of a, a old-school type of touch-up, so we hung some cool lights up here. So yeah, we're, it, we're pretty pretty excited about that. Yeah, it looks good. So yesterday, let's talk about yesterday. Ugh. I did not have a chance to watch the game in, in its entirety. You didn't miss anything. But it wasn't good. I'll tell you, I think Michigan fell victim to... Hype? A, hype? A, a little bit of an overhype. Yeah. Um, and I think... Illinois, or as Christina likes to call them, the Fighting Illini. Illini, <laughs> I think that they felt a bit slighted. Like once Michigan came back, they, you know, the 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 whole thing was, oh, Michigan was dodging Illinois, and they, you know, they came out of the shoot out of the COVID protocol. Um, and you thought that Michigan was going to go into that game, coming off you know huge wins this past week against Ohio State. Wisconsin, Michigan State in the last couple of weeks. And uh, um, they they forgot how to play basketball for one night.
1: Yeah, and my feeling behind that loss, it, it, even though it's tough, and I I mean, I don't know about you, but I follow Twitter. I don't really comment on a bunch, but I right. read a ton.
2: Right. There was a lot of
1: shit talk Needless to say, about Mi- Michigan about fans.
2: That. Michigan fans were definitely on the uh, the 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 shit train as far as Illinois fans go. But I will say this: that is a loss that will stick with them for <laughs> quite some time. Losing by twenty three at home, uh, they got they got frog stomped. Oh yeah, we'll say. yeah, it, it, it wasn't good. Um, they couldn't shoot, mm-hmm. and I, I tell you what, I, I was real close to throwing the remote against the TV of all the second-chance points that Illinois got. It seemed like in the second half, for the first 10 to 12 minutes of the second half, Illinois was getting two to three offensive rebounds almost every possession, and I was losing my shit. But they, they, I think it's a learned lesson. I think Juwan will have those boys ready to play tomorrow against Michigan State. they got two big ones coming up. But if you're going to lose a game, and this is what I did read a lot today on Twitter, if you're going to lose a game, you lose a game now. You get that bad taste out of your mouth. You get that feeling like, holy shit, that was bad. We need to clean it up. I think they, they need to look in the mirror and realize they are not invincible. And I say it now, I might eat crow at the end of the week. Uh, I, I feel bad for Michigan State, the fighting Ishpias, because – They're going to get their asses handed to them. And I say this at the night before, I'm pretty confident Michigan State's going to come out and beat the living shit out of them tomorrow. And... Well, I guess sorry, Jeremy, who um <laughs> who's my, a Spartan my buddy, fan. Jeremy. Or um, I I'll just go off and say Mr. George Jackson, who's listening right now. Uh, <laughs> sorry, him and Pat, but he he's, uh, he he's commenting right now. I think the fighting Ishpias are going to go down and they're gonna go down bad. So but you know what? If they lose, if Michigan loses tomorrow, <laughs> George, I'll <be> Crow.
1: <laughs> George Jackson he just he he said disappointed and he said he said this next it was his next one. He said he said, "Oh boy, <laughs> Oh, George, hip hip, Jorge." Oh, but you know, and, and that's the thing is like, you know, when it comes to that, you know, it's it's college basketball, and that's I can't. I'm not a big fan of the pro basketball, but I will watch college basketball when it comes March. <laughs> that's when I mean right, that's right. I mean that's when the the rubber meets you know, the road yeah. when it comes to that and and
2: these are the these are the matchups that you want these are the matchups that you feed off well of. it just proves to you that the Big Ten is the most dominant conference in college basketball and it's not even close I mean you got I mean, Illinois coming in at four nobody was talking about them they're ranked fourth and and they have every right to clean up the floor and oh, and, yeah. and everybody was already giving Michigan the win but. They showed it to him, but let's just say that that loss last night completely rearranged show topic for today. Oh, <laughs> I think, yeah. I, it, we were going into this, this week thinking, oh, that, man, that, it's, uh, it's going to be a – That wasn't even in, in the realm of what we
1: were going to talk about, but, but, but it happened, so that gives us something else to talk about. So
2: it, you saw something yesterday that you didn't see all year from uh, Dickerson. He, he played a terrible game. He got close to falling out. He just he didn't have his best game, and I blame it on the stupid haircut he got before the game. He looked ridiculous. I don't know what he was thinking. George replied back, "Little sister,
1: trash time. <laughs> Come <Yeah>. on, man." <laughs> but uh, hey, George, if you're listening to me right now, just know I'm the guy that's going to help you. <laughs> Be nice. Yes,
2: <laughs> but I mean my second point. And and I think this really came out in full force yesterday. Um, do they have enough on the bench? And I think yesterday proved they better get their their act together because their bench didn't come through, their starters didn't come through. I, Mike Smith was was nowhere to be found. Uh, Isaiah Livers, you know, it looked like he turned his ankle in the second, but he didn't he didn't have his game. Eli Brooks, he looked okay, but I just all in general they just looked bad from the start. Yeah, Uh, it was a bad game, and I think everybody's entitled to a bad game. They're eighteen and two. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna freak out because it is still um, the regular season. They're gonna win the regular season Big Ten championship. That that's a given. Um, Get the loss out now. Move on. Um, Oh, for sure. I mean. Uh, one of the points I had, who can knock them off in the tournament? I think yesterday's game proved anybody can. And... Yeah, no,
1: I mean, it, it, it's kind of one of those adapt and overcome things, and I just don't think that Michigan, uh, you know, and it's no disrespect to Jawan Howard. I just don't think that – I think that the hype is what really – Well,
0: they, uh, that, they got a little ahead of
1: the, themselves. The hype, you know, like it's like it's kind of like one of those – and it's funny because you can do live stream now because – Everybody can see how animated I am with my hands when I talk, <laughs> but you know it's like the other head just kind of went. I don't like know what this. to do
2: with my hands.
1: Like the, ha- the, the head just went like this big, you know, and <laughs> it's like. I, I think they're going to be okay. They're going to be fine. He's. I'd rather get it out
2: of the way right now. He's proven. Uh, Andrew, no thanks. No, <laughs> no bucks whatsoever. He has proven to the 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 college basketball world after getting you know mollywopped. Against the Golden Gophers earlier in the season, yeah, exactly. He got them boys ready to play, and and I think the same will be said for tomorrow. And like, that's why I gave the warning to Mr. George Jackson: uh, Watch out, those fighting they are going to get get uh, what's coming to them. Well, you got a friend of yours on here who said, "Go Bucks." Yeah, so, uh, he's, he's he might as well take that. He might as well take that shit south of Monroe. Here's a guy born and raised <laughs> in Michigan. Um, <laughs> who represents the scarlet and gray like my father yeah. uh, not really sure why my dad is uh, from the um, flat state of Ohio uh, so he has every reason to be but uh, mr. Uh, Latin with two ends um, not sure about his um, allegiance to the uh, program but to each his own he's uh, he's a Buckeye slappy and I expect everything back but we all know who be the living shit out of them uh, a couple weeks ago. But, yeah, you know, enough that's, said. I mean, that's that's on the basketball court. We're not talking about the football court. Yeah, well, the football field. We're going to have to <laughs> we're going to have to wait till next November to talk about that, which transitions us speaking of the football Michigan field. Um they picked up a pretty big-time recruit, Will Johnson. Ah! Yeah. Yeah, there there was definitely uh concerned around you know these parts whether or not they were going to be able to land him uh he definitely took his time and i, I think he drove his father Dion crazy who who played here <laughs> he, in the early 90s his but, dad probably went to bed sweating through sheets <laughs> well it, it it reminded me of the story hearing about chris spielman and his father you know spielman wanted to play for bo Schembeckler. and uh uh Chris Spielman's father said, "You go to Michigan. I, you never talk to me again." Yeah. And, uh, uh, so I think there may have been one of those situations like that, to where Dion said, "Okay, well, you go play down uh, the toilet bowl, <laughs> or down in uh, the toilet seat, or go or down in uh, Roll Tide, and um, okay." Don't plan on ever coming back to the GP because you ain't welcome. So, definitely a big pickup for Michigan, Um, and it it sounds like the transfer portal is is a potential hot spot for the Michigan (laughs) defense as well. Who is they're definitely loading up, but again, you know that's uh, nothing new around here. Loading up during the off season and that doesn't seem to ever come to fruition. So uh, Mr. Jackson said, uh,
1: uh, and I quote: "Here we go, Michigan recruits,
2: and I I roll and, and crying emoji and and George Jackson. Uh, He's
1: just you know. The did thing- you
2: not hear what I said? They get the high recruits, <laughs> but <laughs> they just don't seem to know what to do with them, or they don't stay. They waste them. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, for sure. So uh, and then <laughs> and then another comment that we got here is."
1: Uh, 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 Derek said, uh, so glad we got the Upper Peninsula and got rid of
2: Toledo. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? Most of Toledo are Michigan fans anyway. a holy but. Toledo, right? Yeah, The Bodine. best thing that come out of Toledo, Tony Paco's. I've never been. Never been. Hey, some, you know, call,
1: some call it overrated, but it really
2: uh, got its uh, claim to fame during the television show. MASH, yeah. yeah. So which kind of, you know, a little spinoff here. Um now, here we go. If yeah. you guys have not been privy to the Twitter and the Facebook, we are taking the show on the road this Saturday. We're going to the butchery. Show is going on the road. Yes, first show on the road. Oh. Uh, so we're going to, We're going to um, sampling some of Chef Dave's uh, delicacies. So with that being said, maybe we could do a, a, a one of our shows down at Tony Paco's one of these days. <laughs> Well, you We'd know, across state lines. Well, since gonna, I've never been, so
1: what we're going to have to do is we're going to have to call them. We're going to have to try to arrange something, uh, something or another, right? And um, uh, you know, allow them uh, for them to allow us to do right. something of the mm-hmm. sort. I mean, I'm for it. Yeah. I mean, I'm all for it. And you know, um, you know, and that's one of the things that I kind of wanted to bring up a little bit is that. Um, you know, I I mean, I have a lot of friends who are business people, like that anybody who wants any free advertisements of Sell any sort. If anybody wants any free advertisements of any sort, like hey, I got I know a lot of realtor friends, I know people that are that own businesses or like that. Uh, feel free to reach yep. out to us. Let us know. We're more than happy to plug your business. In. Absolutely. You know, and if it gets you one guy, if it gets you no guys, it doesn't cost you a dime. Right at all. But We're, I'll tell you right now. So I so let's get back to talking about food for a second. So this is how it all transpired. One of our Twitter followers said, "Hey, look, let's um, let's go to the butchery on Saturday. It's sandwich day. We're going to do sandwiches. Now, let me tell you. So, <laughs> Chef Dave is pretty much the guy who makes it all happen at the Woodward uh, Sports Network Smoke Show. Yep. I've been there personally on a couple of occasions." and bought some of their burgers. His 3B burgers. Oh, and I mean they're I mean they are unbelievable. That's how they are. So, hey boy. so I just you know, and I just commented back and I said, "Hey, look. I said if if you're willing to have us, I'm willing to come out and do a show." So, coming up this weekend, we're going to do a show on Saturday. Uh, a live stream at 12 o'clock
2: noon from with... the, live from the butchery. We're gonna be talking sandwiches. we're gonna be talking food. We're gonna have guests. whoever wants to come on. yeah anybody that wants we're, we're gonna, gonna, gonna shoot have all the, the
1: shit. shit. We're, we're gonna have our mics up. yep. Um, anybody that wants to come, we're gonna probably do maybe like a 45 minute to an hour uh, hour segment. Uh, but that's not all. We're also going to have somebody uh, we have a, a guest coming in who um, who's gonna who wants to talk hockey with us. Um loaded
2: got, loaded weekend. Yeah,
1: so we're gonna do one on Saturday and, and one on Sunday, so it's gonna be a uh, it's gonna be kind of a double header, you know? You're so, gonna get to see these ugly mugs I know, isn't two it, more times this week. I you know, and I tell you right now, I have a friend of mine, and John is a very dear friend of mine, says, you know what? He goes, You have the perfect face
2: for radio. Yeah. Because well, nobody sees it. Yeah, yeah, perfect. Yeah. M- well, now they're seeing it. I don't I, I don't know if they're deciding to flip their screens down or not. But, but. guess what now, bitch? Live stream. <laughs>
1: But anyway, gotcha. so let's get back on yeah. here. So w- without going, so that'll be at noon on Saturday. Yeah, twelve o'clock Saturday. So if anybody but, wants to come up, it's a Butchery. Uh, Google it. They're in Sylvan Lake. Uh, easiest way: go up Telegraph, go to Orchard Lake, get off Orchard Lake, make a left, take it down a couple miles. Is on the it's on the right hand side. Worth um, the trip? very worth the trip. Uh, they got some good sandwiches, and also. I uh, talked to uh, Chef Dave, and Chef Dave says, I'm going to come up with something a little special. Ooh. So if anybody has any ideas for a sandwich name for the special sandwich, I I don't know what's coming up. I really mm. don't. Mm. He asked me for input. I said, I like all sandwiches. doesn't matter what it is. Drop it in the comments, and maybe, just maybe, that'll be the name of the sandwich of the day. <laughs>
2: That would be a treat, and Derek, I have never met a sandwich <laughs> I don't like either or, he, he or, wants to, he's, he's looking to double fist the sandwich this weekend. or uh, I've
1: been uh, and by the way, the guy who's up there right now in the comments it happens to be my brother
2: yes, it's the and, uh, uh, the wiser of the, and, uh, the and, wiser of the Jaspers and
1: my brother my brother is a uh, sandwich. go get me go make me a sandwich.
2: Go but, get hey, your but, shine box. But,
1: but but hold on, in also seriousness, whatever. Um uh, shout out to my brother and my sister in law and everything like that. Very hard for them yesterday. Um they had to uh they had to put their dog down Aww. thirteen years. Uh, Oreo, it, it, great dog, great dog. Sorry that to hear about that, Derek. Lived an absolute great life. Uh was well taken care of by my niece and my nephew, Andrew and Katie. Mm. Um but uh, I know that they're very heartbroken and everything like that, but just know, anytime you want to get a dog, come over and take Clyde for a weekend.
2: <laughs> that's all I'm saying. Sorry for your loss, Derek. That, I know that's that's very difficult. <laughs> um, I've been dealing with a, a sick dog here for the last couple of months, so
1: Jeremy, we could name it after me, uh, a, a face for radio. <laughs> that could be a good one. The Jasper, <laughs> exactly. J A S P A. Well, that, that was from Jeremy, and now Jeremy's a very old, old friend of mine from back in my high school days. Another great a,
2: dude. Another fan of the Fighting Ishpias. Yeah, uh,
1: great, uh, great guy. Um, and it was funny because I've actually witnessed him and his wife's relationship blossom from such a small infant stage where's the where's the cry button? i'm not gonna i'm I'm not gonna (laughs) (laughs) that's what i'm gonna say that's all i can say but anyway there we go jeremy's a good dude uh you know love him to death he's just a great guy okay let's get back on the road Uh, and jeremy loves me too oh what a good guy so anyway so uh and derek also said thanks um so let's get back. So uh, Michigan also hit the transfer portal. We kind of really went off the rails on this. But Michigan hit the transfer portal. They, uh, they went after a guy by the name of Alex Bowman. But I don't think he is going to be
2: in the competition running for the top two that we got over there. So whenever I have a question when it comes to uh, the University of Michigan football, there's one guy I reach out to, uh, and that would be Mr. Um, Andre, the JP Giant, who you have heard on these airwaves in previous episodes, and um, I express my concerns like, okay, what are we doing here? And and this is something Harbaugh's definitely done in the past, bringing in grad transfers, Jake Rudock and whatnot. But you got a guy that kind of you know he earned a spot by you know Cade McNamara last year. And then you got J.J. McCarthy coming in this year who's going to fight for the number one. And what does that mean for those two guys? And he basically said, it's nothing. It's not going to affect anything. Uh, It's more or less um, depth, uh, competition, and the word on the street is potential um, coaching assistant. And I guess, you know, if you want to come in and learn the offense, you know, Harbaugh is kind of a good guy to come in and learn off of, and, and it hasn't shown it here. But it kind of made sense because it, all indications coming in, it's it, you know JJ McCarthy was going to be given an opportunity to to uh, compete for the starting job, and, and Cade definitely earned it last year. So I think oh, I think uh, yeah he did coming in coming into the spring game. It's going to be Cade and JJ one and two and 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 this Alex Bowman number three but if, if it kind of puts a little fire it, it, competitive fire you know under their uh, rear ends then you know I'm all for it but Harbaugh has definitely over recruited some positions and kind of thinking about things a little bit too much and I think it's bit him in the ass but maybe that's not the case this year so we'll, we'll find out but just, just a little unusual. Definitely, when you have a kid coming in that is bleeds maize and blue from the IMG program in JJ McCarthy, and you know, I who is stuck with this team through the you know the nonsense and the bullshit and the the, the poor performance of last year. So, but I think they'll be fine. I think uh, JP definitely put it into perspective, thinking that JP never heard of him. Uh, where's your um where's your music <laughs> yeah. we'll, we'll we'll have to pull that music out for future nah. episodes yeah. <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> uh,
1: definitely for sure we'll have to but yeah no i mean i'm in, I, the guy i don't think he's going to be an x factor on anything per se no. i just think he's a guy who's going to be more of a depth guy you know, and you know it could be one of those guys who's looking to maybe finish his degree yeah. play a little football Maybe he's got coaching in his
2: in his future.
1: See, and here's another one that yeah, Jeremy just posted: a transfer portal quarterback that earns a starting position over a talent you recruited just ruins the future of your program. And I I agree, yeah. a thousand percent. And, and he's a I rental think- player only if you have them for a year or two. Then the talent you have recruited leaves. You need to recruit, develop, and let them lead you. I mean, that's perfect. The only time that I figure and I feel that it was worthwhile that you had selected a guy out of the transfer portal to come in was when Harbaugh. His first year, he brought in Jake Rudock. He wanted and an experience Exactly. Guy. And that kind of, that kind of, that was one position maybe he, one area he didn't have to worry about that year because he had a guy who has been under center, who has taken snaps in the Big Ten, and a guy who's been in those positions. And I think that was kind of, but, but some of the other ones that have happened is kind of very mind boggling to yeah. me because. You are you are allegedly supposed to be as as my Sparty fans would say the the <laughs> quarterback the quarterback guru. He <laughs> really isn't. I mean no. I mean he you know what everybody's like oh well he had Andrew Luck Andrew Luck was a stud it, it, <laughs> Andrew Luck could have went to Toledo mm-hmm. and competed
2: yeah. and did well went to the NFL and did the same success he had Andrew Luck proved he was smart by getting out of the NFL but I have heard rumors that he's Actually, thinking about making a comeback, I don't know if those are true or not. Yeah, uh, He's been he out of might. the league a little bit too long for for my uh, thinking that he might succeed. Which kind of led led us into this question: was the recent success of the the basketball team? What do you think that does for the football program? Hearing all the and and I know I've I've posted it. Michigan's a f- basketball school; they're not a football program anymore, and. So does that put a fire under under Harbaugh's ass? Is that is that why he you know cleaned house with his assistants? And I don't think and, so. And do you think that's kind of a motivating factor going into this next next season? That there's a lot of people out there that have don't really the football team sits in the back seat compared to Juwan and the basketball team. I don't you know. And my personal opinion is I don't think it means
1: for Harbaugh. He's one of the. He's one of those guys where I don't think that really is the the motivator behind it. I think he might be getting some more heat from Ward Manuel about
2: about the performance of the of, of the <laughs> or, team or the boosters. Oh, which, it, clearly the boosters run the program, and when the boosters aren't happy, I mean, look at what did he take a two and a half million dollar pay cut? Which which they'll say, well, we took money from Harbaugh so we could give it to some of the assistant coaches.
0: Pay that man his money.
2: I don't buy it. I don't. It, yeah, yeah. He doesn't deserve seven and a half million, and and it's a put up or shut up. But how he got five years? Ah, that's that's a whole another episode. But yeah, that, I <laughs> don't know. It, it, you know what? It goes away. <laughs> we could be talking about that for it, decades. It, it goes away if they win. Win the fucking big ten. I don't give a shit anything. It start with the big ten. I'm sick and tired of seeing Andrew in and my dad's team, the Down South Buckeyes. I'm getting tired of it. I'm, I'm done. I, I feel like the uh, the John Cooper era back in the day. I hate it. It it, it it's definitely the the last Saturday of. of November, which is usually right around my birthday time, <laughs> uh, is usually Depressionville over here because I'm sick and tired of losing. They've won one game, and I believe it was 2011 the last time Michigan won, and that's pathetic. It's it, it times has to, it has to change.
1: Man, we really trigger some people on this one. We got
2: <laughs> we got a comment from uh, from Jonathan saying uh, go green. Yeah,
1: Jonathan, uh, uh, old, old Danger Cole gave us a go green.
2: Oh, JDC is a fan of the Fighting Ishbias as well. So. Yeah, exactly. Well, well, uh, sorry. Then, J.D. Uh, 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 Jeremy's
1: like, is, uh, is Jimmy approaching Mark D status, ran his course, and is now just hindering his program? I'm yep. going to tell you right now, and I think I said it in a previous podcast, uh, dude, he absolutely jobbed. Uh, no, it was uh, the episode with George and Pat because mm-hmm. Pat is an MSU alumni. He absolutely boned. That football program oh, by walking out the way you did. But, you know, and I also. D and, Antonio? And I'll, t- and, <laughs> I'll say, and I'll tell you right now, I was. And I even said to those guys, I was like, look, Mel Tucker did a great job with what he had given obviously short recruiting and
2: everything. You want to like talk that. about boned. Oh, yeah. He got boned. Mel, Mel Tucker took out that. You know what I'm talking about? He, oh, took, yeah. that. he took out that, and uh, I'm not going to do it because Kevin's probably listening waiting to uh, pick <laughs> exactly. me apart, so um, we'll just say that old Mel Tucker gave him the...
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. For sure. Yeah. Uh, for sure. Mm. You know what? I was, you know what? You come in your first year, you beat Michigan, which is... No, which. I mean, it, I mean realistically, <laughs> the only rival in Michigan right now in is Ohio Is not Ohio State. It's... It's Michigan State because Ohio State, we've actually got Thunder no. the last you know, no, so it doesn't make a difference. It's not a we got a reply from Derek calling the them the suck guys.
2: Yeah, I agree with that
1: one. Jeremy thanks for uh Jeremy, thanks for taking the time to listen. We really appreciate <laughs> it. Watch watch us two goofballs, we really appreciate it. But yes, uh yes. we'll be talking to you. We're gonna have you on when uh, the junior varsity uh Spartans uh wanna talk about Spartan football. <laughs> we uh, definitely have you on. We'll We're do gonna, a preview. We'll get Jonathan over too. Yep. We'll get Jonathan over. Yep. We'll, we'll JDC
2: just... preview for the uh, the um, fighting Tuckers.
1: Oh yeah, for sure.
2: Uh, but <laughs> so anyway, so during the whole course of the week, we put a
1: we put a note out, or I don't even to say it's a poll, but it was kind of like, hey, everybody, what is your like, like your number one moment that you would say in your lifetime when it came to sports? We've got – it was a large array. I mean, uh, you know, uh, Derek got on there and said, hey, look, the 1991 uh, Eastern Michigan Hurons, yes. I believe at the time. They they're were the Eagles, they're nope. Hurons, They are the Hurons. But, you know, they had beaten Duke in the first round, and they made a run in the uh, – But he was talking about
2: the year be- – the. Uh, 90. was, it 90? Up, he, he was he's talking, about, talking about the year they went to the Sweet Sixteen. You got you to remember, he's a lot older. Well, than me. yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, so am I. So, but anyways, yeah. But, but, but what spawned this thinking was, you know, we had uh, the one and only Sean Bellegian on uh, past Sunday on our last episode, and we did a show basically almost all on 90s hockey, and 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 it was really cool to see like these guys, Mike. Ivasil, Sean, and and Rich just they were like their a, eyes just were like Christmas morning talking about '90s hockey and their their greatest memories, and it just got me thinking. I'm like, we should we should talk about some of the best moments, like of our listeners, of uh, you know whether it was Detroit sports or whoever. What are your favorite moments? So we we, we put so that we, question yeah, out we,
1: there. So we like so we went through and we kind of compiled the list of different things and. I mean, we're not going to rank them because equally no, when we when no. we went through them all collectively, Tom and I as a group, we went through them and we were mm-hmm. like, you know, this one was cool, this one was cool, but realistically, they were all. Were
2: all I mean, they're, they they're, were they sta- they all memories. stand out for sure. They all stand out.
1: Yeah, for sure. And you know, uh, I want to say probably one of my, I would probably say one of my most favorite ones that I can remember. It was kind of one of those things where I know exactly where I was. The 1-0. No.
0: Swing a fly ball. Let's I remember this. It's way back. The chills. The Tigers are going to the World Series.
2: I know Pat Noonan was out there. Yeah,
0: He was. Mr. Big Stuff. Yeah. Oh, man. Oh, you to
2: run? Do you He's think Dan Dickerson's crying right now? Oh, he, hey, because newsflash,
0: I was the no, man. Six to three, completed a four for game sure. Sweep in one of the greatest turnarounds in baseball history.
1: Yeah, so that was probably my, uh, you know, and I remember exactly where I was at that yep. day, that time.
2: I was in Redford.
1: Uh, that I mean, that was. Uh, everything everything I can remember I remember I were exactly where
2: I was at <laughs> I jumped off the couch as soon as the ball left the bat I jumped off the couch and I put my both of my hands through the through the drop ceiling <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> oh that was a bad repair but it was well worth it
1: yeah so that was one of them so the Ardonia's one was the one that released mm-hmm. six them you know 2006 yep. You know, I I was Twenty Two Years. I, I was sitting with a coworker. I'm not gonna say exactly where we were at, but I was sitting with a coworker. We were watching it, and he Mags walked up to the plate and my co worker looked at me and says,
2: Game's over. Well they put two on. He goes, back to back singles. Goes, he just goes, Game's over. Yep. Put the ball in play, it's over. And but so we he were, put it out of play. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so we really didn't
1: know what the
2: <laughs>
1: Oh, here we go. Here here, here's the comment. The signing of Jordan Zimmerman was my favorite sports moment of all time. No.
2: Yeah, Gonzo. Aaron, yeah, Gonzo. No. I, uh, I'm, I'm sure that probably was not uh, you ought to your memory. You well,
1: you well, you know what? You're probably younger than me,
2: but still. You ought to be ashamed of yourself. Uh, that's my nephew, by the way, Mr. Uh, Aaron Gonzalez, is going to be one of Detroit's finest here in a couple of weeks. But um, your probably best memories when I took you to uh, Tiger Fest – and uh, and then uh, we got to meet uh, my favorite band uh, right thereafter. And the lead singer with the big old uh, hook in his nose scared the shit out of you. I remember you left there in tears. But my best memory. Marilyn Manson? No, that would be uh, LeJean from Seven Dust. Oh. Okay. Shout out to Seven Dust because I know they're not listening. But, anyways, I know my best memory with him, who Aaron Gonzo, uh, huge, huge. Uh, baseball fan he played baseball down at tiffin university um my best memory with him was when i got to take him to a game when he was maybe five i mean the kid knew more about baseball at three than most people i i i i I do more than you uh no i mean it was one in one a but anyways (laughs) you probably know more than him now he does for sure but i remember um Telling him we were driving down to the game, and he's like, "Hey, Uncle Tom, where are we going?" I go, "Oh, we're going to see the Wiggles live." And God bless this kid. He was like, "Oh, okay, that's cool." And we pulled up to Comerica Park, and the the grin on his face when we when we got to go into the stadium, and I bought his first jersey for him, and that's a memory that I'll always cherish and sticks out with me. But yeah, I'm sure Jordan Zimmerman is not your favorite uh, memory, Mister <laughs> Mister Gonzo. <laughs> Derek, if I could make it to Lakeland right now, <laughs> I
1: would. Yeah. So, so I, I think we're pretty much in agreement that that was probably in our recent memory yeah. that we can recall
2: that was probably one of our f- as as baseball first and foremost my love. Yeah, that that was yeah. uh, a cool, cool period. You know, it's hard to believe it was already fifteen years ago, but. God, I'd love to have those days back, you know, the team wise. You know, not those days, but the team type. You know, those were those were cool days. Speaking of the team.
0: Tim Williams in the butt, averaging just under 38. Old four four Desmond. This year. Nice high kick, got a little wind under it. I remember watching this. And they run powered by somebody.
2: Hello, Heisman. And researching for that video clip had to find just the right one. Oh, I it, realized um, what a missed clip on the first block, <laughs> just to Desmond's left. I don't know who it was, but man, oh man, yeah, he got lit up. He got, he lit, got up. lit up. It was clipping, uh, definitely uh, no call, but uh, probably the the most famous. Punt return in college football history, you know, capped off with the Heisman pose, and for sure, that yeah. one definitely uh, stuck out in my mind. I mean, that's that that right there is the one moment that you will always, always remember. And, and if my memory serves me correctly, is that Keith Jackson that uh, made that, that was call Ke- too? Keith Jackson, yeah, Keith, yeah, Keith Jackson. He uh, guy who was, was great. the coach for the Buckeyes, Mister John Cooper. So I felt my dad's pain. I feel my dad's pain now, knowing what we're going through now. But, oh, those were fun times to be Michigan fans, definitely. You know what's nice about uh, integrating some videos in with this is because, for those who didn't
1: notice, my beer was empty before that. <laughs> I was able to get the beer
2: filled up. Mr. Jasper is not happy when he is an empty beer. I get cranky. I, I, oh. You know what? Cranky pants over so here. I, Everybody, you got to see what I'm doing here. I'm like running
1: this board. I'm they can this see board, I'm doing this. I'm the, doing that, oh, and I'm
2: and I'm filling your beer, So I'll, it's, I'll, it's even. Hey, I, yeah, I mean, it all works out in the end.
1: So so we went from <laughs> we went from baseball, we went to football, uh, basketball. You know, I'm not a huge basketball fan. I'm, I, you know, and uh, truth be told, uh, uh, I didn't have enough time in order to break down game film on the Eastern Michigan
2: game. <laughs> Uh, sorry Derek Derek I just want you to know I did find I did find video uh, albeit it was very grainy it looked like it was somebody's VHS it was copy a VHS. from, yeah, from, from track, 1991
1: it, it was tracking back yeah, and forth but yeah. I
2: did find it and I and I did send it to the, uh, old Richard Richard and um, it, it didn't make the cut but we did no. definitely um, find the video and that yeah for uh, a Eastern Michigan alumnist. Uh, I do a uh, shout out to Leslie, uh, who's a Eastern Michigan grad. Um, yeah, I, I definitely can imagine that being pretty, pretty uh, poignant uh, memory growing up. I'm getting called out on the show right now
1: about me having beer. And it was like, you only had one last night. You're right. I only had one last night. It was a (laughs) 25-ounce beer at Mays for Taco Taco Tuesday. It was also a Tuesday. It was Taco Tuesday. Tuesday. I
2: I will admit I was out in the speakeasy. It uh, was more than a pint. I'll tell you that. I was out in the speakeasy last night getting ready. I had uh, the boys in blue on the big TV. I had uh, my Nashville Predators on the one. I had the wings on the other. Uh, Can you say that was the royal trifecta fuck (laughs) <laughs> Last night, I had one yingling, and I was out. Bye. I went back in the house. And <laughs> one yingling, <I'm, one laughs> and I'm done. All right, so,
1: hey, quick, get off time. So, let's go. That's what we do. I know it, it is. We kind of go off the rails a little bit. But So the next memory that I can really think of, and it was my, it was mainly speared towards you uh, saying it, and then I thought about it. I was like, you know what? You're exactly right. But this guy, as much shit as this guy gets, he was still
0: very... Very awesome. mm Isaiah Thomas is hurt down on the court underneath the basket. I couldn't tell what Isaiah, happened, and this is a tough Zeke. one. Holding his right angle, Billy. NBA Mike Finals. Gaddenauer, the trainer is with him, and, and the Pistons are going to have to call a timeout Game because six. Isaiah started to get up. He got up and then went down on the floor. That Isaiah is coming back. Greatest. To it's been the Isaiah Thomas single show, performance Thomas of NBA Finals history. Thomas off balance. And it's not even basket close. a foul as he goes into the first row, and he is still limping. He is a game performer. This he's video literally will bring Olympic, tears to eyes. And my he continues eyes. to put the points on the board for Detroit. Isaiah Thomas has put on a brilliant exhibition of shooting despite an ankle injury in this third quarter. He has been a one-man gang. Three and a half remaining in this period. Thomas for the looper scores. Isaiah's shooting eyes still on. He has 16 points in the quarter, 28 in the game. Yeah, but he's lifting noticeably right now. Thomas that's right there. And
2: yeah. I mean that that, that the period. determination in the
0: game, it, it, in this
2: period unbelievable.
0: And the shot again is, by Thomas. Can you imagine the great performance maybe one of the best we've ever it is, seen it's, in it's never one been quarter repeated in NBA finals history. No,
2: he, he deserved every bit of that ring. 30, 20 well they didn't win the ring that year. They did, no, they lost A-9, they lost sorry, A-9. in A-9. they yeah. lost in game 7 from a uh, a fluke fucking penalty or a foul on Lambeer on uh, Kareem. Kareem went up for the uh the hook, missed the shot. Bad. They call a foul. I mean it was it was a phantom foul. He goes to hit two free throws. They go to lose the series on a bullshit call. But um Hey, calm down. Oh, it still get, it pisses me off cuz they should have won. They should have three-peated. But this guy yeah, was like 9 years old and he's freaking out about a 1980. Well, <laughs> well I mean, yeah,
1: I, shit. I was uh, This is bullshit. Yeah, I would. Mostly. Hell, no!
2: I was twelve. I no, was twelve I at the but time. But you know
1: what? Though for basketball, 11. for I mean, for basketball, uh, for me, those were the years. But, but so playing at the Silver Dome, you you got that <laughs> big curtain in the Silver Dome goes right across <laughs> yep, the middle. Yep. You played at the Silver Dome, you, the bad boys. Mm-hmm. Knocked, you know what? Adrian Dantley was on that team. He, on the he was on the ADA ADA, team, eighty-eight team, and, and he, then got, they traded, traded he him got
2: traded. He got to Mark Yeah, he got he got traded to uh, Dallas. And and Mark Aguirre coming in. If you've watched the uh, the Bad Boys documentary on uh, Thirty for Thirty, which is fantastic, by the way, um, Lambeer, Lambeer and Isaiah, we're not happy with that deal because you know Mark Aguirre at the time was a scoring king, and and basically Lambeer told him flat out, "You're not coming here to score. You're going to play defense, or you're not going to play." Oh yeah. So and and they <laughs> they they stuck it to him, and he he was able to learn how to play that that type of game and and it that was the difference for them winning in yeah. 89 but that game 25 points still to this day is the record for the NBA finals for most points in one in one quarter and and you'll never see in this day and age you will never see a performance like that where the guy basically could not walk in the second quarter he goes into the locker room and he comes out and he has the quarter of all quarters, oh yeah, just the greatest—the greatest single-handed performance I've ever seen in my in my lifetime, and it, it that's special to me. How special is it? Real special. Is it real special? But I mean, are you going to play my next clip? Uh, one of the uh, the next year, or two years later? Sorry, no. In, in I, ninety, did no, that not make the cut? It didn't are make you serious? It, oh, didn't make, it didn't make the cut because it's the greatest. It's the greatest shot in Pistons history. Oh, you're talking about 007? Yeah, Vinny Johnson. Whatever. Vinny Johnson. The microwave. When he when he Who get dude, the guy is a
1: twelve point seven career don't care. average. And he's if got, you remember and that? He's game, got his fucking number
2: retired. He deserves El- it. No, he doesn't. He was he was the, the sixth man on that team. For he's, sure. He fucking hit a bucket at 007 to win a cha- Big fucking deal. He was a defensive Genius on the court, and he was the microwave because he heated up when he needed to. No. And if you remember that series, which you clearly don't, no. he couldn't hit the broadside of a barn. No. And for him to make that shot to take but, that but, shot,
1: but the okay, so you hit one fucking shot. No, he, you
2: missed all the other shots. You hit that shot. Well, no, he he made a career here. No. He, off the bench. At, well, we agree to disagree. We, you know what? And that's the beauty of it is. <laughs> it's, hey, and listen. It. Hey, listen. This
1: is my microphone, and I'm gonna take it. I'm gonna take my microphone and go home. Bah.
2: Yeah. Bah, bah. But no, I still I don't. The accolades... 1990 of the NBA Finals, Game 5 against Portland Trailblazers. Pistons were down by a point. Vinny goes up, hits a clutch jumper, double teamed. Uh, you would have seen the video that I sent to him, but anyways. Hits it, .07 seconds left on the clock, and uh, they go back-to-back. Back, world champions. The first year at the Palace, which sadly is no longer in existence, which is... Uh, a whole nother topic, but whatever. <laughs> he's like,
1: well. You don't you don't like him? No, I don't I, like him. Yeah, well, no, I don't like whatever. him. whatever. No, I
2: don't. He was awesome. <laughs> Vinny the microwave. You just
0: called me a jab turkey. I did. I did call you that. <laughs> you,
2: jab, <laughs> so, you jab turkey. So
1: so let's shift gears. Though. So so are, uh, are you off your are you off your basketball? Yeah, I,
0: I,
2: I'm good. I'm good. All right, everybody.
1: He's off his basketball
2: pedestal. But those were great times. For you. The NBA changed uh, twice because of the Detroit Pistons in, in the bad boy era and the going to work era. That's why it's not the same. Alright, so now let's go to one of the moments that moving
1: on.
0: Moving yeah, exactly. Even, hey,
1: even though I, I can't remember the guy who brought this up, but I always remember it as it was a cough up in the neutral zone by, happens to be my favorite. Gretzky. Hockey player. This was... Uh, the great one. And, uh, don't you ever call him. It's, he's always known as the great one. Uh, okay. Hey, here, uh,
2: on this show, he's always known as the great one. He's the guy that's got a pretty hot daughter. But anyways, and his son in law is a good golfer. But anyways... DJ, uh, good Eric, golfer. Eric, uh, uh, who you'll be hearing on these airwaves on Sunday, oh, re- yeah. requested right. this Yep, this coming clip. Sunday. And I think every Red Wing fan will, will remember this, no oh. problem.
1: And by the way, this call is by the legendary... Bob Cole. Ready?
2: Cue the tape. Fetisov. Oh, did you see that Miller beer, the Miller red? That was so yep. good. Wins the, game. The, the, the thing that sticks out is it the, the emotions behind Iserman. Oh, my gosh. Iserman. Iserman was always cool as a cucumber. He, he, tall, he, right? he never got rattled. He never got too excited. This dumb bitch just jumped into the glass. You you never saw him do that, and, and, and that that was pretty cool to see. Looking back at those days,
1: yeah, it was amazing to see his his excitement behind that mm-hmm. for sure. And normally he was uh, a It was normally a very stoic guy on the ice. Um, a couple times you saw him absolutely go. Bananas are berserk, especially during the Probert-Domi fight. That was awesome when he sat there and kind of made that gesture to Domi because Domi got his ass whooped of the
2: championship bout <laughs> that went over that. There might have been a height advantage in that fight. Just, I mean, just a little bit, but or still. who who could snort the most cocaine? <laughs> but you know what? Though Domi could hold his own. Though. Oh sure, but Domi you, could hold his own. He had the so Napoleon conquest. Yeah, so conch so
1: that right, that right there. John Casey was a great goaltender back in the day. He uh, he started off in. The Minnesota North Stars organization. And then obviously he was with that one. He was with the Blues. But the Blues team that year was stacked too. Mm-hmm. You know, Did it, Brett Hall on it? Was Brett Hall on that team? Uh, I believe so. Gretzky and, and Hall played together. Uh, Gretzky, that's not my strong suit. Gre- Gretzky, I, th- I believe, if I'm not mistaken, Gretzky got traded there
2: um, at the trade deadline or huge. a little bit before that. That was a huge move for St. Louis. That, that definitely got them. Fired up, yeah! Oh, yeah, for sure. And uh, uh Paul, of course, you got to have the
1: CBC stream. I yeah, mean, absolutely. But uh, it, anything, it, anything you can find with Bob Cole that it, announced
0: it, it I it, will. We'll Jimmy, try
1: it. I'm, I'm gonna find. I'm gonna find that clip and play it on the live stream. As long as it's Bob Cole, that's what's gonna happen. But for Paul, sure. th- hey Paul, thanks for coming yep. out and, and uh, thanks for listening and, and giving us a watch and a listener like that. And we do need to talk about your. Uh, um, your cards stuff that you had texted me about. We'll get together, though. Um, so along with that, since we are talking hockey, I want to probably say, I mean, we've had a lot of other great moments. You know, we went back-to-back champions, 1997, 1998. Uh, we won in 2002.
2: 2002. 2008, 2007,
1: 2008. 2008, yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, so we've won a, a, a number of cups with the we used wings. to be
2: blessed around here. <laughs> and right now, we're kind of struggling
1: a little bit. But I do it's want rough. to say
2: this: our UFM.
1: Nothing will ever. I mean, it, you can take as many trips down Woodward. You could do anything like that. I can sit here and confidently say, probably one of my fondest moments was on
2: passports. Mm-hmm. That's what we're going to call it. Passports. It right. happened. It was way we'll, we'll back it, in the day. day. Well, that so, would have been ninety. So today's March twenty sixth, nineteen ninety five. 1997, 97. 97. Uh,
1: because that was, because 96, they lost that year uh, to the Avalanche. Mm-hmm. And the then, anal as we used to call them. <laughs> <laughs> we used to call them around these parts. But one of the biggest things, and this is kind of a little bit of a longer clip, but it really encompasses what we like to call revenge, sweet mm. revenge. and um, After the hit. Yeah, so here it is. Here is Larry
0: Avalanche holding the Red Wings in their own zone. Onof and Forsberg away from the play. Peter Forsberg took a swipe at Igor Larianov. And it isn't often that we see Igor Larianov. There it is. And now Darren McCarty. The one
2: thing Mr. Darren McCarty is most here. popular about.
0: And Famous for. All the way out to try to help Patrick Law. Oh, my goodness. You never know when to expect it. Darren McCarty said before. Vernon and Waugh.
2: And the thing was is, is Wah got a couple good hits oh, on him. Oh, at the end. Vernon got the first shot, but I think Waugh ended up uh, right there. Oh, yeah. yeah. Just laying lumber on the guy. <laughs> Darren McCarty. How do you throw punches with 15 pounds room. of pads on but they'll say Mike Vernon got the win because he landed on top of him. That definitely. Uh, Two of the best of all. There's Adam kind. Foot, biggest nose in NHL history. For- yes, yeah, so that was a very, <laughs> very, very good revenge
1: when it came to those uh, uh, the Draper incident. It really
2: was. And that that game, it, it seemed like. After that fight, that that propelled the Wings. They, because they ended up winning. What the, that game go to overtime. I I want to believe. And, I, I think, think and, I think and, they and, blew and, a big lead. And I think McCarty scored the game winning goal. McCarty did get the game winner, yeah. and and that game kind of propelled them in you know to the run that they ended up winning the cup. And but definitely, <laughs> if you're a Wings fan, that that's ingrained. That that image of him with Lemieux is uh what is what does Darren call him lepew uh, lepew yeah, uh, turtling uh, that just but they ended up fighting the next year so we have a comment on here that's it's on the live stream whatever
1: somebody said hashtag Don cherry oh. I do want to play this just because um, I know the gentleman that put it on there and we spent <laughs> a number of nights
2: there back when at we were his 19. establishment okay.
0: Rich Jasper would actually be getting a boner right now, on Saturday on his black Coach's and white Corner TV. Coach's Corner with Don Cherry. Yeah,
1: that was for you, Paul. Yeah, no, Don Cherry, Coach's Corner. That was that was probably the highlight of. Um, that was the highlight of hockey Night in Canada for me, just because it was um, it was fun watching the guy because he was such a personality that was.
2: Well, you were waiting for what? What he was going to say next? What? What? Yeah, he was well, outrageous. Between, I, between he... his comments and his outfits, oh. that, I think that was kind of his. His outfits were more color, colorful than his language. Dude, I if think. I can have a suit like that, I would. If you could have the balls to wear a suit, I would like one. I <laughs> would. Well, yeah, I, 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 I wouldn't I, care. I would wear one. Yeah, I believe that. You're you're kind of out there, like oh, that. you're you're a little, um, you know, cuckoo. Ooh, <laughs> so, cuckoo. so that was a
1: blast from the past yes, in memory sure. lane and everything like that. So um, other than that, I mean, shit, I mean, we got, I mean, I don't want to blow a ton of it going on because we got so much going on for this weekend. Uh, you know, I, I just want to encourage people to, um, you know, get out there, support local businesses mm-hmm. like we we're going to do.
2: Starting Friday here in, in Michigan, we're opening them up 50%, which I mean, Compared to 25, I, I think some of the local self-lined uh, places are going to go 100, but that's for another story. Oh, yeah. But yeah, definitely get out there and help these <clears throat> small businesses. Take the ride out to Sylvan Lake Saturday to the butchery. Uh, Chef Dave is. He's he. What he can do? what can, He makes. Oh, you God. can get a hell of a sandwich
1: in a bag of chips for ten bucks. <laughs> I mean, I'm talking a hell of a sandwich.
2: I've never wanted to eat my iPad more. Looking at some of the things that he puts, yeah, puts together on, his, puts on together his Twitter page, but you know, and
1: that's and that's one of the things is we do have a couple other things in the works that we're we're, I want to say we're like in collaboration or contemplation on, but we do have a couple other things that are that are on the docket that we're looking at doing. Uh, I can't really say for sure or not because I don't want to. I don't want to put myself in a predicament, but mm-hmm. um, definitely for sure, that's what we're gonna uh, we're gonna look at a couple of different things. And
2: but I will say this: if there's any places out there that uh, we need to check out as far as like sandwich shops or or like places that have a, a just an unbelievable dish, dude! I have a ton of them. Um, well, we're gonna we're putting it out there for the listeners. If if they have any recommendations, dev, recommendations, definitely drop us a line on uh, Twitter or Facebook um, so we could check it out. Uh, we'll just we'll just leave it at that
1: for sure. So anyway, uh, to get to get going here, um, I know it's a weekend night and everything like that. A we weekday night. Rich. A weekday
2: night. Weekday night.
1: But anyway, so. I, first of all, I want to thank everybody that uh, tuned in on yeah. Facebook Live. That was um, fun. That was good. If I'm not mistaken, I can check right now and tell you right now, but I think we did have somebody on uh, we got somebody
2: on the Twitch. Really? We got somebody on Twitch. Oh, wow! About that. Nobody on iLogic Media. <laughs> get out there and go follow iLogic Media. Yeah, definitely. Get, there's get, a get lot coming. There. There's a lot coming. You up, guys, you guys will really be is. very impressed with what uh, JDC is putting together. And uh, you want to get out, get on it now because it's it's happening. He, he, there's there's a wave coming. We'll just oh, say that. Yeah. Uh, there's a storm up brewing
1: yeah for sure so anyway so hey everybody thanks for uh thanks for taking the time yep. on, on a Wednesday to listen to us ramble on and on and on yep uh we appreciate it and uh we look forward to seeing our buddies on Saturday at the butchery 12 o'clock 12 the o'clock. butchery I will probably be there right around 11 o'clock yep. making sure everything's set up and good to go um and then we'll just we'll I mean we'll get going there and then uh sunday we got a guest coming on sunday so um, we got a lot of exciting things mm-hmm. coming up in,
2: you know, this weekend, but we also got a lot of exciting things coming up in the next couple of weekends. So. Stay tuned. So on that keep, note, keep keep posted on the, the social medias and because we definitely update and all that, and uh, we'll see you guys this weekend. So cool. Everybody, you
1: guys peace out. Have a good one.
2: Bye-bye.
0: Thank you for listening to another episode of Easy Speak at SpeakEasy330. You can catch us every week at ilogicmedia.com. Apple, and Spotify. Be sure to check us out on Twitter and Instagram at EasySpeakCast for the latest and up-to-date news. Cheers!